Welcome to another episode of Bringing Down the Grindhouse. A podcast where we discuss horror and media. And, and tonight, tonight... Grab your wrap Turn them in for like a $2 raise. Because we're talking about... Willie's Wonderland! Wonderland. I'm Murph. <laughs> I'm Justine. And I'm Jonathan. I was expecting you to say I'm Mitch. I'm Mitch. I know, just because <laughs> it is. So, so we're one down today. Yeah. Mitch, Mitch decided to see his girlfriend tonight. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Getting it. No, it's oh. a- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this next half hour, we're going to talk about Mitch's sex life. <laughs> <laughs> as well as some animatronics. Oh, jeez. Same thing. Uh, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're talking about oh, Willie's Wonderland. This is a movie that came out this year. <laughs> Wait, it did? Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck, this has been a long it's year. <laughs> when did this well, come out? The year's almost up, so yeah, it has been kind of long. I know, that's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> it came out the beginning of this year. 2021 has been, like, the longest fucking year. It's been painfully slow. Yeah. So, Willy's Wonderland is a comedy horror movie starring Nicolas Cage, but it was released on February 12th of 2021 this year is also available on hulu currently uh Hulu's always got the goods they got the goods but i'm going to go into some production notes before we get into some analysis let's get this out of the way it was directed by kevin lewis and it was a screenplay from geo parsons uh basically it has a bunch of low-tier actors that not a lot of people know but i'm going to name them anyways emily tosta rick reitz chris warner kai cadlick christian del grosso and many others. <laughs> and many others. I'm this sounds dead. like you were listing off the fucking problems that medications will give you. You know those those commercials like if you suffer from melodizioma. Do you need Do you need to take melodizioma? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, some of the symptoms might include death. And you're like, oh wow, okay. <laughs> death. So- Stomach aches and constipation. <laughs> 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 Yo, dead ass, they'd be like, you might just start bleeding profusely, but it's okay. From your anus. If you are, please consult a medical physician. <laughs> <laughs> What's hilarious is that originally I thought that they were just saying it really quick, but they just record it and speed it up. And I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the weed is one of yeah. those things that you just don't know. It, it's always the sweepstakes giveaway oh my God, like, rules. Dude. I'm sorry, I'm going way off track, but I got to tell you the story. This was when <laughs> fucking me and Justine, me, so yeah, we were, yeah. remember when I, remember we were talking about like raisins? Holy <laughs> 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 shit. Okay, <laughs> let me explain. So I didn't know fucking raisins were just shriveled up grapes. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that for a long time. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? I'm not kidding. I was like damn near 30. <laughs> Before I figured that out, you were also damn near thirty when you found out cherries grew on trees. Okay, okay, <laughs> wait, no, this is more reasonable. Tell me that you didn't think cherries just grew in a bush or some shit. Like, doesn't that make sense in your head? But don't you remember George Washington chopping down the cherry? No, tree? because I didn't pay attention cherry to school. Fuck George tree? Washington. Anyway. Cherry blossom tree. Yo, that's a creepy story though. Like, what if you just came home and your kid is like deadpan faced looking at you, being like, "Did you cut down the cherry tree?" And he's like. Yeah, I fucking did it. No, he he's said, holding a fucking axe. Like, what the fuck? I cannot tell a lie. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. He's like, anyway, fucking so beyond whatever the fuck I was talking about. But anyway, go ahead. I think <laughs> we were fuck. talking about who started this movie. I, I am stunned. <laughs> Dude, no, literally didn't know that. Didn't know fucking cucumbers turned into pickles for a long time. Oh my I God. found that out like in my mid twenties. Like this is like shit no, I did not know. You don't know nothing about fruit, do you? No. Real shit. <laughs> All right. So 
I'm going to go more into notes real quick. <laughs> Yo, uh, you got to talk about that failed ass budget in box office. Yeah. That's sad. Hold on. I'm getting there. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. Oh, man. Uh, the cinematography was done by David Newbert. It was edited by Ryan Liebert. Music is by Emoy, who also voice acts for Willie. The yeah, the main bad guy. Yeah, he also composed all the music, like 30 tracks of original music that sound like they're from like the early 90s and 80s. Wait, does this include the like head, shoulders? It also includes songs? all those songs like, as wild. well. Wild. He did like his own rendition of those songs. Yeah. I like the, the 80s montage pinball scene. Yes. The yeah. music great. for that was great. Right? And I thought it was an actual like song from the 80s until he started saying something about Willy's Wonderland. Willy. I was like, yo, this soundtrack is yeah, tight. Right. Like, this soundtrack slaps. Yeah. So how do I so, get a final of this shit? So not only did they like voice act to be Willy, they also composed a whole hour's worth of soundtrack for the movie. Um, and this was the production companies are Landmark, Baffin Media, Saturn Films, JD Entertainment, and Landafar, and distributed by Screen Media. Uh, so this movie had a budget of five million dollars, and it's like we're in we were in like really bad COVID times at the beginning of the year, so the box office doesn't surprise me at a very uh, meek four thousand. Four hundred thousand forty-five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. Did they actually do a wide release for this movie? Nah. I don't think so. No. So what happened was that it was supposed to be released. They were ready for it to get released. People were stoked on this. They also had a huge cult following because people were like, "Yo, this is Five Night at Freddy's. Like, we get to see a live action of this." And then right when they were about to release it, they're like, "JK, everything's getting shut down." So they didn't get a chance to re- like release it worldwide, and they had to do limited release along with a straight to video release it just just killed it like yeah. they didn't get to have any money for it what a shame people would have loved this movie yeah, oh, yeah. i mean people if, yeah. do love this they're movie. considering re-releasing it but I hope they do. but i don't think it'll get much traction because it's been out you know it'd so be long. cool all right whoever is in charge of pr for this movie hire me okay <laughs> so it's based off of five nights at freddy's right. right what if they do a special thing where they only show it for five nights in theaters I don't know. I feel like people would be really Damn, into that. That would be uh, pretty chill. I'm very much a sucker for limited availability. Like, if they're like, ah, there's only five of these things. I'm like, I need it. I need yeah. that thing. So I could totally see people being like, I got to see it. Just the like the five nights. Uh, What's that new one? Uh, Titani, Titane, whatever. They showed it only for a few days. Yeah. And then, and then took it away. And now they're going to send it to DVD. But I was like, fuck, I missed like the two day window that it was in theaters. The day that I went to go see The Green Knight, I was wearing my black pink shirt. And they yeah. Have the black pink fucking movie one day only yeah and then, like my friends were laughing at me like you wore the shirt and you didn't go see the fucking movie i'm like no i'm gonna go see the green knight with y'all fuck yeah and i felt like such a poser oh no oh <laughs> um, pink is mad at you n- for that n- not to mention they also like nick cage got onto this movie because he likes the script so much that he even put his own money into it where he's yeah. like i'm gonna be a producer and i'm gonna be in it and we already have talked about him several times on the podcast. This is the third iteration of the new and improved he's, Nicolas Cage horror line. I'm so glad he's like, I need to do some weird experimental horror shit. Like, well, like I feel like he's kind of going that direction anyways. Right. Because there's that one period of time where he was just an absolute meme. Oh, yeah. And then he started <laughs> coming out with all these weird-ass movies he was in. I mean, there was that whole joke where it's like, Nick Cage, will you do this movie? I'm in. 
He's like, well, he's like Samuel Jackson. He will not say no to a movie. Or what is his name? Danny Trejo. That yeah. dude said, like, he he does every movie he gets asked to do. Like, he's been in so many movies, it's nuts. I can't even like go through all of them. Even if he's just on screen for like four seconds, right? He's, but, like, yeah, like, he's usually just playing himself. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, he's playing himself. It's like, yeah, who, who else does that shit? Denzel Washington. Um, Denzel, that's who we were talking about. There's a whole period in like the early 2000s where Denzel Washington was in every single action movie, but it's just him. Like, he doesn't play any different character. He knows what he's doing. He's the action hero. He never loses. That's it. Like, that's him in every movie in the 2000s. But, got, yeah, Nick Cage got typecast is, it. is, like, in this new era. It began with Mandy in, like, 2018. And then we got Color Out of Space in 2019, I'm pretty sure. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was 2019, I think. What was that one weird-ass movie that we watched that we couldn't even get through, like, 30 minutes of? It was, like, the Kung Fu movie. Oh, I was so upset. It was the, the, the oh, shit, Ghosts of... God damn it. I don't remember the name. It's the newest Nick Cage movie that he did, and it was just... It wasn't even bad good. It was just, like, this is just awful. I don't know what's going on. The, like they spent all their money on their costumes but not on the location so you just like <laughs> you know when you get like overdressed yeah and you show up at a party and then you're just like wow this it's place like is wearing whack. a ball gown to Applebee's. yeah it was just like they did whoever did their set design uh, um anyway yeah that was upsetting because i was expecting it to be a cool trip like the other ones but it was not uh prisoners in Ghostland. that's it yeah i got through like half of it and i was like i can't watch this shit anymore no nah, not even half it was like Dude, I I can't remember the last time I quit watching a movie. Like that was rough. The D and D movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We fuck. Yeah, we hella quit on that movie like halfway yeah, through. But as you should. <laughs> like, that, the only thing that kept me around was uh, was his name Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind. That was kind of it. <laughs> so, did you guys? As kids, ever go to Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah, Duh. definitely. Duh. I had all of my elementary school birthday parties at Chuck E. Cheese, oh and I gosh. sat in the fucking animatronics room, and oh, I wow. cheated at skee ball and got my little tickets, and never got anything cool. Wait, how do you how that. do you cheat at skee ball? So before they didn't put cages on the skee. Oh, so you used to just like yeah. So I just started walking up and putting them in the highest one. Damn, and bro. Everyone was doing that, and like no one told us shit. But the next time I went back, they put cages up on them. That's hilarious yeah, that you, you know, just walked up. That was the thing. You'd always see kids just, okay, look around, go, run. Start handing them the balls, and they're just slam dunking Wild. that with 100 points. Dang, bro. I, to be honest, it never occurred to me that I could cheat at these games as a kid. Like I just was like, nah, dude, I just got to get really good at the like the technique. Of, of, of ski ball That's like i gotta get different. good this is gemini versus taurus approach <laughs> yo literally i was like no nah, dog i just gotta get the motion right and then i'm gonna get that hundred every time and i was like let's go let's fucking go <laughs> I, w- I would do both my favorite part though was uh if they ever been like hey you can't be up there i'd be like oh you know i'm sorry and as soon as they turn it back i'm right up there mm. uh, but i will say that i did consider stealing the prizes while while that dude was not looking behind the cash register, yeah, you, you would know, go all the way behind the counter. You're brave. Well, yeah. see, the thing was is like so in Oceanside. You know what I'm talking about? The Chuck E. Cheese in Oceanside, the one that's across from like Ross or whatever yeah. the fuck that place is. So they have this like counter set up there 
where it's just open like it has a little flippy door that you can go into but if you're like five you can just walk under that anyway <laughs> there's a the dude who used to watch it is of course a teenager who doesn't give a fuck about his job so he'd go and leave or like go to the restroom or some shit like that so i remember going back there and be like yo i can reach this and so i was just like grabbing I mean, they probably it probably got security cameras but i don't think they care yeah but i didn't notice at that time you know i think security cameras are not on your mind as a kid to be like i'm yeah, about to jack right. some shit yeah it, it only matters about the <laughs> naked eye it was hilarious though because i remember grabbing something going to my mom and be like yo check this out and my mom's like where the fuck did you get that and she's like oh shit she's like did you just steal this and like had to take it back and then the, the dude didn't even care he was like oh okay and then just put it back on the wall and i was like see you don't fucking care I'm like let me just take it <laughs> she was just like you can't be stealing shit off the walls and stuff so that was that was That's my my bad. memory of chuggy cheese did you did you guys ever were you ever afraid of the animatronics yes i was afraid of the person in the suit the fucking giant oh, yeah, rat walking around just chill you yeah. know i was always like because it doesn't it doesn't look like a nice suit it looks like like a cracked out <laughs> rat like he had a, a rough night I love all of the like popular media culture jokes about yes. fucking Chunky Mi- Cheese. Ch- I almost called him Mickey Mouse. <laughs> kind of the same. <laughs> can't, um, we can't talk no, about Chunky our Cheese. Disney overlords. <laughs> I didn't say anything about about Disney for me. They're gonna send us a cease and desist letter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fuck off! But I think um, in uh, what's it? Simpsons. There is like some sort of cracked out rat mascot yeah, at some point. There is. And just tons of other movies. There's been different spinoffs of fucking Chucky e. Cheese. Put the mask back on, kid. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I has a beer and a fucking cigarette in his hand. <laughs> just like, God. Yeah, I don't know. I was never afraid of Chuck E. Cheese, like the guy in the suit or like the guy in the band. It was always his other bandmates no that, same actually that were like a little creepy to <sighs> that's me that's right huh i totally forgot Wait, about I that i gotta look up what, what the animatronics for chuck e cheese are yeah because they're dude very you know you can characters. like buy those things like some you, people still imagine have keeping them. one in your basement <laughs> just oh, yeah. that in the, your basement. the only reason i know this is because there's a podcast i listen to one of the hosts as a joke said that she was looking for an animatronic and this dude was like no nah, i'll legit sell you one and she was like, I might buy it. And I was like, yeah. oh, my fucking God. That's like cursed shit. As oh, yeah. I was the fucking purple guy that was on the Let me see what it looked come like. Here, come here. Come here. Oh, no. I know. I already know what you're talking about. I saw this. Wait, let me. Let me I remember it. seeing the whole band one time. And I was like, this is fucking creepy. Like, yeah, a, that fucking guy. Yeah. As a kid thinking it's yeah. creepy and then getting older and be like, wow, that shit is creepy. The fucking purple dude in yellow. Oh that? my lord! Yep, uh, that's, so, that's some repressed memories. So I know this, this movie... just unlocked a lot of shit. <laughs> that or the fucking racist ass Italian one they had. You know the fucking pizza chef. Yeah, you know what's funny though is that in the movie they had one that only spoke Spanish, and that shit yeah, was right? hilarious to me because he was just like, "No, don't hit me in the balls!" Like, uh, what uh, is it in Spanish? Huh? Oh, okay. What do you say? He's like, um, he's like, I know, no, my biggest in Los Huevos. And he's yeah. just like getting fucking beaten up. Yeah. And he's just like, oh no, what's happening? That shit was hilarious. But, you know, this doesn't help the idea of who's inside the suit because in the movie, they're all like child murderers and pedophiles. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, they're just like, you know what? Let's do fucking satanic ritual where we transfer our, 
our consciousness to a fucking inanimate object. Man, I want to know where they got that grimoire. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know what? Like, like that's like powerful magic. Like, where did you even? And they didn't even do anything really besides like drink they, some. They literally punch. drew a pentagram. Yeah, you know, it didn't candles. seem like that elaborate of a fucking uh, <laughs> a, um, sacrifice. They now that sounds like some Eldritch Terror shit. Yeah, yeah, right. So I was like, yeah, okay, but like you know, they didn't really need that much of an explanation. So they're just like, here's this like two minute I scene. Mean, given like the whole fucking movie nothing really needs right. to make sense i mean nicholas cage didn't even say a word the whole movie somehow escapes the whole movie without saying a single word and yeah. still one of Unless the you better count, performances like, him murdering someone and grunting while right. doing it words, nah. but not really it's more unga bunga sounds i think it's a, it's an interesting thing because nicholas cage his character is driving a really nice car and like a dingy like southwestern movie. right what the fuck they does he do for texas. a living texas yeah and he's yeah, just, dingy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry <clears throat> to our one patron <laughs> in Texas. <laughs> Man, there ain't nothing in Texas. Anyway. <laughs> oh, Except shit. for anti-abortion laws. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. It's, like, uh, it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. It's like 1960 there. This anyway. Guy's, this guy's driving like a sick-ass Mustang. <laughs> yeah, back to like the Mustang. He's killing it. And uh, he gets spiked with the, uh, right. the field hazards that like cops use. Ironically, the most fucked up part about this movie is that like they're just straight up trapping people. Yeah, because yeah. I realized after the fact that they obviously put those spikes there for a reason. Right. They're hoping to get some, you know, unbeknownst person and they're like, oh, yeah, you you could just, you know, pay for this yeah. so we could fix your car. Also, I don't accept cash or, or right. I don't accept card the fucking, or checks. Uh, the, what is it? The ATM doesn't work. And there's no Wi-Fi in the entire city, supposedly. Dang. No internet in the entire county. Bullshit. I call I call lies. But you know, um, he's I gonna drink caffeinated drinks while he does it, though. Yeah, I, I, that was great. I love the so running good. theme of him having this energy drink. No, it's it was the fucking breaks and his breaks. It doesn't matter what he was doing. That clock goes off, he's stopping. Well, because Doug Dimmodome, the one who was trapping everybody there the first time. He really does look like, like, he has the same energy. No, honestly. And he was like, remember, take breaks, pace yourself. And he deadass set like an hour, every hour his alarm would go off and he'd go play fucking ping ball. Has like a pinball montage (laughs) of like 80s fucking movie. The pinball scene was uh, not supposed to be in the movie. Nicolas Cage just did that on his own oh wow they were, they were, were recording filming. and i guess i guess they were like no this is great we should just make a pinball machine for this yeah so then the set designers got to crack in and took it apart and made a willie's wonderland fucking pinball machine shit so that's like that was like a thing that they made and you could probably get like right it, it was supposed to just be like i wonder who kept it yeah i want to know that too it was supposed to be just like oh there's an old pinball machine in the back whatever oh my god and he was just supposed to take soda breaks but then Nicholas Cage was like, yeah. And then they got their gears spinning as they do. He seems like the kind of guy who was actually like really good at pinball. Oh yeah, when oh, he totally. was younger and this transfers. He was definitely like a video game nerd you know? and like old school nerd. Yeah. So he had to go to the arcade to play most of the games he wanted to. Can you imagine how weird it must have been to like see like meet him when he was younger? He's got to have been a weird kid. Yeah. Like, he's definitely one of those drama geeks. And then... I bet he was, like, tiny and really quiet. Right, yeah. And then, can you imagine just knowing him then and you see him get older and he's just, like, he's really good. <laughs> imagine being the kid that probably bullied him. Fuck, I know, right? <laughs> I always wonder about that. When people, It's like the person who said no to Beyonce 
like when they were gonna go to fucking prom together. Oh, Can you imagine God. being that idiot? Right. <laughs> Who was just like, nah, dog. <laughs> oh. Or any of Lady Gaga's past ex boyfriends. Yo, it's weird as hell to see Lady Gaga without makeup. But, like, she's not ugly. She looks great without makeup and with makeup. So it's just, like, because at first you saw just, like, her, her stage persona. And then you here? got to see that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Sorry. <laughs> got way off. All uh, right. Let's, let's curve this is, train. What I wanted to talk about was, like, there's some really good cinematography at work here. <laughs> I thought, Yeah, there is. Um, I think one of my favorite parts is how much care and love he gives to, like, cleaning the pinball machine. Like, he's, like, filling it up. And he's, like, he's like right. polishing everything. And, like, you could tell he's, like... Oh yeah, <laughs> like so that's the funny. that's the emotion he conveys. I love that despite all of the carnage that took place in there, he still cleaned everything up at the end. Yeah, yeah, he really that did place clean was everything spotless. up. Spotless. That's funny. And and then halfway through, like, I mean, he's locked in there, so he has to either die to be sacrificed, or you know deal with them and he's not even freaking out when the first one comes alive he's just like this motherfucker hit me yeah he's annoyed <laughs> he's like really annoyed and it's like oh god it's like to him it's like he's i'm gonna have to clean up a bigger mess now right which is not what and i which was is looking really to do. funny because i think it's which one is it is it the uh which one is the first one? Oh, he kills the uh turtle right no is it the I honestly don't remember. Oh, there's like fuck. five of them. Yeah, there's like five of them. I, I just remember the gorilla was second. Yeah, the gorilla was second. That shit was nuts. Oh, my <laughs> God, bro. That, no, that, that shit was bananas. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I set myself yeah, up for that I just that imagine one. somebody in the background being like, yo, that shit is bananas. <laughs> and then that like, shit is bananas. And then they just go off into the song. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Oh, my God. Bananas. B. Uh, fucking music for this though is amazing. Oh right! Like, I actually had a really good soundtrack. Um, this movie got shit on. Like, people really didn't like it. <laughs> I think it's probably has has to do with like the minor th- plot with like the kids. That just like I didn't yeah. care for at all. Uh, it's kids. true. This movie could have survived without any of them, uh, except for the one girl who like he ends up taking at the end. Yeah, I mean that was like the only character with depth. Yeah, um, it makes more sense, though, because you find out, oh, you know, her mom, spoiler, her mom is, is not actually her mom. Yeah. And then, it, like, it's one of the well, families. Well, obviously, you think that white woman gave birth to that True. beautiful brown learning. Yeah, I was like, is she adopted? Like, what's going on? So the character in question is Liv, who's played by Ebony Toast, Emily Tosta. Basically, <laughs> I thought you'd stop it. Emily, like... Emily Tosta. Wait, uh, is this the, the main character, or are you talking about the other girl? This is, this is the child character. Oh, okay. So, like. I guess her parents were sacrificed at an earlier time. Yeah. In the movie. You actually saw them flashback. get sacrificed in the first scene of the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's yeah, right. it's kind of fucked. It is really fucked. Um, it was also sure. kind of weird to see them create uh, their like, teen characters. It was like an older dude who didn't understand teens anymore. Yeah. And, and then just wrote in these teenagers. Yeah, and you got the thought, of course. Yo, he made her like quintessential 80s bimbo. Yeah, and it was, straight and up. It was I, like, I actually was hoping was she would really survive, cringe. but of course she died after having she sex, had sex on scene on the fucking place where they did their quote unquote satanic ritual. That's wild, dude. And then you got her dumb jog boyfriend who's kind of an asshole. And then you got the fucking nerd. That you dude just the, wanted the, to the leave. righteous pretty boy. Right. And then you got main character. Yo, all I gotta say else, I is uh they didn't show any titties, so I mean, I would hope not. Points I off. I think they're in high school. 
Yeah, should have made him call. You wanted age. to see high school. Days? No, oh. <laughs> damn, I got back to the corner real quick. No, ah. <laughs> that's wow. not. Okay, right, I'm gonna end this conversation and move on to the next thing. Yeah, what's your <laughs> point of view, Mario? <laughs> you know what? Someone was watching when the fucking. You want my point of view, right? Okay. Someone was that crocodile was fucking watching. Oh, he was totally watching. He was totally fucking getting. He, off of that he shit. purposely didn't move. Yeah. So that they could start having sex first. Right. And then he could kill them. Yeah. I will say, though, girl girl has some pump in her. <laughs> <laughs> she had that arch. Yeah, she, she had that arch. She was she doing. Was I'm fucking dead. What the hell? Okay, we digress. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so there was uh, Willie the Weasel. Right. There's also Siren Sarah, who's actually played and voiced by a real person. That's not an animatronic. The wait, the rest were legit animatronics. Yeah, they weren't people in suits. Well, some of them were. Uh, I'm talking about like, like she was the only one voicing. As oh, oh, well gotcha. As okay, acting. I was like, damn, bro, they had some <laughs> some gnarly <laughs> animatronics. That, that, yeah, that she was, does a bunch of acrobatics. Yeah, and stuff like that. She's yeah. like super flexible. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool too. Yeah, I mean, as a dancer, you probably thought it was I'm cool. I'm dead. You know what else is cool? Your mom. <laughs> Thanks, Eddie. Uh, we have Cammy the Chameleon as well. <laughs> Yo, okay, all right. So like, th- she was weird as fuck because she has that whole moment where she's like, you know, I'm not as like evil as these other ones, and then she just snaps that kid's neck. Yeah, straight up. And you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> just, yeah, she was like, I can teach you about the other side if you help me cross over. Snap's neck. Yeah, that was fucked. She was also able to change colors, which was very scary. Yeah, that was weird. It was kind of scary. Yeah. Like, to be able to blend in. Also, that dude's a fucking idiot. Oh, yeah. The one that tried to go with no, it. No, dog. You know, this is these are different. I believe it's commentary about how the righteous character and everything usually ends up dying because they make <laughs> decisions based off of their righteousness when they should oh, go based man. off of logic and reason yeah you right oh they're acting friendly this should be good dang <laughs> also we got tito the turtle oh my god dude <laughs> so funny <laughs> that's the is that is that the spanish one yeah oh he's man. wearing like a sombrero and everything Fuck. you know it's funny enough is it wasn't like like watching him like this wasn't racist, but it was hilarious that he only spoke Spanish. Yeah, it wasn't racist. I got to give props to that. It right. wasn't like overly exaggerated. It was just like, oh, it's Tito the Turtle. He speaks yeah, Spanish. Yeah, only speaks Spanish. And, I, and somehow got out and on top of their car without <laughs> them noticing and that, like steals the keys too. And you're just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Somehow they're able to get out of the thing. And that was what the townspeople were saying that like if they didn't kill or like sacrifice people, people would be end up end up dying in their homes. Yeah, they would just leave the fucking place and go start killing people Which outside of the sounds fucking nuts. Uh you know what that makes me think of? I told you about it, but I may have told Justine about it. Um there's a kill in in the movie Halloween Kills where a girl walks up to Michael Myers point blank with a gun and he's like in a car and he like kicks out the door and the gun turns and she shoots herself. That's fucking hilarious. And I was like, what? <laughs> I, like, it was so outrageous that I was like, I got taken out like straight out of the movie. I was like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I know he's been doing some wild shit up until this point, but like really kicking out a door and then making someone shoot themselves. That so, shit was wild. So does he get a kill or earn assist in that point? 
I, you know, <laughs> I feel like it's an assist because like the 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 kick wasn't directly killing her. She yeah. just happened to like be close enough for the gun to turn, and then she fucking. Yeah. Rack up a, a an assist on the kill count for <laughs> Michael Myers. <laughs> an assist on yourself. Ghost. That's so fucked. Uh, we also got Nighty Night, who had the big ass fucking sword. Oh my oh, god, bro! Dude, there's one kid. He gets straight up penetrated, man. Yo, I'm I'm dying about the lady who just gets chopped straight in half by oh, Willie. You're talking about the, the whack the ass sheriff. Yeah, the fucking so, Willie just comes out and goes wah, and like just, mm-hmm. just half of her goes like, flying just with his hand. Too. Yeah, that was shit was wild. Apparently, like, he had razor lady, sharp claws. Mm-hmm. She's an interesting character. She kind of like made me look at the movie a little bit more like I don't know philosophically, I guess. That there is actually some like hidden meanings behind this. It's not just complete bullshit of a movie. That's fair. right. You want to delve into that? Yeah. What What do you What do you mean exactly? Like, I mean, oh, sorry. I should mention the act actor in question here is Beth Grant's character as Sheriff Lund, who takes care of Liv's character after her parents are murdered by Willie. Yeah. Well, after she sacrificed her parents yeah. to Willie. Yeah. So this bitch made a deal with Willie. <laughs> <laughs> she's like she's like pleading to it like we will give you three people a yeah, year yeah and like here's my thing Nicholas Nicholas Cage's character goes unnamed pretty much the entire movie I don't think he has a name might That's be just it. the guy he's just the guy the guy is clearly strong enough the to janitor. take out the yeah right the janitor he's strong enough to take out pretty much all the animatronics but she's still trying to stop him for some reason She's still trying to sacrifice him, but like everything would be over if he just let she just let him take care of business, right? So yeah. my thing is, is that if given the opportunity, humans are willing to act out their violence vicariously through some other sort of medium, whether it be watching movies or in this case, sacrificing humans to the animatronic overlords. <laughs> right. That's an interesting take because I always thought it was just about safety, but I never thought that it was just like, well, maybe. Th- Maybe the sheriff gets something out well, of this. Well, maybe at oh, first yeah. it was about safety, but I think at some point they almost enjoyed sacrificing people. Oh, yeah. Well, the two guys were for sure getting, like, cars. And, yeah, like, they were getting cars sh- like, out shit of from it. Them. I think they made another deal with Willie, though. They Because they were going to burn down the place. Uh, Yeah, they also had this idea that the people that they were getting were, like, less than them. Yeah, like they're, they're like somehow cleaning up the community. Yeah, they thought they were like having people with quote unquote like let like bad morals. Like the, it, uh, there's one scene where they show like a punk couple. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's the epitome of bad morals. And like this is supposed to be like the bad kids or people who are like not supposed to be. Around. There's but one dude look like he was just homeless in the beginning of it. Right. Yeah, and that's just straight up because the fucking all the guys who work there are pedophiles. Yeah. And child murderers. Yeah, I mean, you hear about the special back room, and that just sounds awful. Oh, my God, right? Yeah, that's when you're like, oh, this has got, like, really serious all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, that's not even talking about, like, the pizza temperature. <laughs> you, ever, you ever saw that hour-long video that someone made about Chuck E. Cheese's pizza temperature? Uh, Yes, no. and it's uh, I'm kind of afraid of Wait, what that pizza is made of. What? Tell me about it. So if anyone doesn't know, I don't mean Chuck E. Cheese sponsors. I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't, don't. I'm, yeah, I'm send me them you. free tokens. Yeah. Um. So this guy was like, I got this fucking pepperoni pizza and it tasted like rubber or like leather. And basically he checked the temperature. It was nowhere near like eating 
safely like the safety measures for like heated foods. So then eventually he get went to a widespread investigation across several uh, Chuck E. Cheese's across the nation and basically found that uh, Chuck E. Cheese was like taking pizzas that are old and putting them in like the fridge and then reheating them or like doing stuff to just make it so that they could extend the life of a pizza slice. So yep. they don't have to spend money on like uh, materials. Damn, you know you're struggling when you're trying to save money on making pizza. Brah, that made me gag a little bit. I'm just thinking about little me chowing down yep. on that fucking pizza. Yeah, it was it was better before though. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say at some point they actually were making fresh pizza. But here's that's the thing is, right now we're in a cultural shift where kids <laughs> don't really care about. Like arcades, yeah. When, or like, well, because they got video shit. games at home. Yeah, so or on their like, phone. Early two thousands, like you had some like computer video games, but they weren't like that cool, you know. Yeah, so so I, you had to actually go to an arcade for it. But now, like, no one needs. They literally have games on their phones. You know, you got an arcade with you everywhere. Right, and so now it's like, you know, your your parent will be like, "Oh, you're playing skee ball on your fucking phone." Okay, I don't have to take you to this establishment so then the prices get fucked because you know they can't keep the lights on so they have to cut corners with pizza and stuff like that and then kids get sick and then even more lawsuits happen but that's the thing we're seeing this cultural shift where it's not even the kids that want to go to chuck e cheese it's the adults who want to go to chuck e cheese and play fucking arcade games for nostalgic reasons but it's also kind of sad because in a way that's like their form of escapism Right. By going back into this uh, place <laughs> that was significant to their childhood. Damn, who knew this movie was going to get that deep? <laughs> yeah, I, I love the Jurassic Park arcade game, and I wish I could find it and put it in my house. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can still buy one of those. Oh, totally. Just, yeah. You're talking about the one where like it's like enclosed? Yeah, with like the little like, Jeep. On oh, the, that's Like tight. you're in the Jeep. Yeah, yeah, it would like come over. You'd sit in there. If you got in one that was fancy enough, it like moved. Shout okay, out to the Star okay. Wars one, too. If yeah. you could get any old school arcade game in your house which one would you get oh um shit uh i don't even know what it's called but it's kind of like an f-zero style game where like you sat on it and it was like a bike Ooh. oh yeah and like like it would actually like turn you'd like tilt one side and the and the screen was like a wraparound kind of so like it's like a half semicircle in front of you so you would, it was like, it was the coolest sci-fi game I think I could see in the arcade mm. besides the fucking time crisis game Yeah, I where love you time like, crisis. you just fuck it and the whole thing moves like as you're shooting oh, it. Oh, the recoil and the yeah, gun. Yeah, it actually has some recoil on they it. They got like shotguns and yeah. grenade launcher buttons. Those are dope. Yeah. I'd Me? probably go with one of those. So I was, I was thinking about it right now and I was <laughs> thinking like, it'd probably be something classic like the Jurassic Park one, but I remember what my favorite arcade game is now. That is like the house of the dead. I don't know yeah. if I ever played that. It's with a shotgun. Basically, like it's a it's a point point shooter where like you're shooting zombies and stuff. Everything dies within one hit, pretty much. Yeah. So it's basically just like they they show a scene and then zombies and like demons will come out and you just clear the stage and they go to the next one. And oh, I think I remember that game. Yeah. Yeah. So that one is always really nostalgic to me. I played on MDMA and that was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. Um, uh, yeah. I think mine would probably be. Either Mortal Kombat or DDR. Ooh, that DDR. But, uh, I have a fond memory of when I was in... I don't know how old I was, but I remember the mall around here still had an arcade in it. And I just started <laughs> smoking pot at the time. Nice. So 
uh, I got really high with my friend and we went in there and just got a fuck ton of quarters from the machine. And we played Mortal Kombat for like hours and it was like the most fun I'd ever had because I I'd been to like arcades before, but like I was never really like a game person. Like I would just do like skee ball or something like that. Yeah, you're just there or to like, have like some casual fun. One of the vaguely similar to gambling sort of games. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> like the or no deal. The yeah, Oh, right? my God, dude. I forgot about that shit. The only other one I can think of was uh this was when the the star wars episode one two and three were coming out when the first one came out shortly after they were still making arcade style games so you could find the pod racing mm. arcade game and in, in the arcades and that shit was dope because yeah. you had the same setup that young oh, anakin yeah. had in his uh, uh his pod racer and so you could get into that and it was like the same setup and it's huge screen. That's the thing. Right there was there was that shift too. Um, Justine with the like dance dance revolution, that shit took the world. No. Yeah. It was really big. Um, like early to mid two thousands. Right. I mean, the first time I ever saw a person like do really good and like was on expert, they have like their shirt is sweating. They're, they're playing the double pad. They're actually putting their hands on the bar, too. Yeah, yeah. The hands on the bars. They're doing backwards hits. I remember the game was so big that in my middle school PE class, one of the days, we'd, like, go into this room where they had a bunch of random stuff, like some exercise equipment and, like, a rock wall or, like, a little (laughs) rock wall. Yeah. And uh, But one thing they had, they had Dance Dance Revolution. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I found... (laughs) I remember dancing to some Sean Paul song on that. (laughs) That's great. It was temperature. Temperature. Ooh. I danced a Coldplay. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I, ha- I, ha- I had a Dance Dance Revolution pad for the Wii, and like my favorite fucking song to do was Clocks because it was the only one I could recognize. That's hilarious. <laughs> Coldplay of all songs. I figured out what the arcade game was, the what? sci-fi one. It's called Stun Runner. Oh. It's like it's the it's the acronym. It's the S T U N. It's a it's a high speed racing game in which players take control of a speed bike and must navigate a series of tunnels and other environments while encountering various types of enemies. It was made by Atari. Oh, cool! So I was I reckon I literally looked it up and recognized it just by the look. Yeah, I got you. So I guess everything now is just kind of like kids aren't playing it, so it's kind of more of a a hidden fear for like adults basically with this movie. Basically, if you talk to any adult like in their 20s or 30s they probably have a fond memory of going to like an arcade or a chuck e cheese you know that's the thing too we can't even think of any other places that are similar to chuck e cheese there's none that exist well we have boomers but i think boomers and like um where's the other one well this is more specific to like our area right Um, right it was called the boardwalk which was very similar but they didn't have the animatronics or the mascots that's what i'm saying games Having the mascot is like a whole thing. Yeah, it's that's probably true. like a monopoly in like Chuck E. Cheese's world. Yeah. Um, but these things like this this movie works because it works on the fear of like you know being a kid and seeing the animatronics for the first time and having them like mysteriously attack you sounds fucking terrifying as a kid because you're already kind of scared that the guy in the suit's gonna be touching you. Yeah. Right. Ooh. Oh, yikes. Yeah, but this has some good gore. I love the uh, oil. I. That it was a nice touch. It was a nice touch, but I want to know what are some of your favorite scenes from the movie, if you have any. Hmm. Um, probably when he beats the fuck out of those animatronics near the end when he's handcuffed. Because he, he straight up just headbutts one of them. 
and then yeah. like crushes her head with his fucking thighs. <laughs> and then like you just find out that he could have just escaped at any time and just decides to do it later. And just, he just like, wanted to be cool. Yeah, he just wanted to be cool. He even like kicks the little jukebox behind him to start the music. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. I think my favorite scene is when um, some kids are getting murdered. And she's like, help me, help me. And his watch goes off. And instead of helping her, he just, oh, time for my break. And he just leaves the scene entirely. Yeah, he's like, here's the switchblade. You got it. <laughs> that was a good one. I also love the long take shot of the soda cans. Just seeing that progressively go as he gets down on the 12-pack. Sauce. I wonder if that, that stuff was, like, custom made. For, it was. For the movie. It has, its, it has a name. I need to figure it out. Yeah. Um, I think mine was probably the 80s pinball montage. Yeah, he looks so stoked. Even more so now that I know that was completely unscripted. Like he kind of just did that, and then they're like, "We're keeping it." Yeah, you know, what? let's 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 develop this a little bit more. Right. They they got so stoked on how how good he just handled it. They were like, "We need to have this." <laughs> did you find the fucking the name of the energy drink? Uh, I did. I got it. go for it. This shit's oh. hilarious. It's called Punch. Punch. Oh my god. You want to talk about the, the text on little, the camera? A little quote. A fistful of caffeine for your kisser. <laughs> <laughs> on the can. Oh my god. It's such a weird fucking thing. I wonder if that's just a joke in a joke. Probably. Because it's like not only is it like punch, but he ends up just punching the shit out of everything. Ass. It's why he's so fucking high strung. Because he's just on caffeine, right. energy drinks the whole time. I also know that you could get a Willy's Wonderland crew t-shirt from the director's yeah. website right now. Yeah, you can actually buy one when I kind of want one, not going to lie. Oh, <laughs> that shit's dope. Shit, Christmas is coming. All right, what would you guys rate this film? Hmm. 10 out of 10. Dang, what? really? You're going to give it a 10? Fuck it. 10 out of 10. Whoa. I know it's not supposed to be taken seriously, and that makes it all the more better. Okay. That's fair. I want to give it like an 8.5, like a 9, just because like I didn't go into it with any expectations, and so I was not disappointed. And then the usual complaints are going to be like, you know, very light on plot, but I wasn't watching this for the plot. I was watching it to see Nick Cage go fucking nuts, and uh, that's what he did, and that's what you got out of the movie, so I'm, I'm down with it. As the third iteration for Nick Cage's new horror ventures, I'm going to give this like an eight. I'm going to place it last on that list though. Right. Yeah. It's in, by comparison to the other stuff he's done. It's not nearly as like good. Compared to Mandy, your color out of space. Yeah. Not as good, but it is a, it is very much reminiscent of a grindhouse flick that is super cheesy. Yeah. And it shouldn't be taken seriously at all. I mean, it's Nick Cage killing animatronic creatures. Doesn't say a single line is hopped up on fucking caffeine. Like, yeah, I don't know if I need to say anything else because it's so funny. Oh, how weird. Hot Topic is selling the t-shirt. Oh, that's great. Shout out Hot Topic. Oh, you know, Hot Topic. But I hate Hot Topic. Rest in peace when they were actually cool. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> they, they, you know what happened? They sold out. Damn. <laughs> okay, so when are we going to have the abandoned Hot Topic fucking horror movie? <laughs> That's such a good Yo, you know what? They haven't done a movie that's like in a mall, like that stays in the mall and doesn't just start there and leaves. Because the new um, shopping mall. Oh, was it in the mall the whole time though? Yeah, it starts with them. All right, then I stand corrected. They they have sex in a fucking mattress store. Is that the one with the giant chainsaw? 
It's the one with the robots that have giant chainsaws and like lasers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then yeah, I'm fucking wrong. That, that that like that's it though. Like that's that's the one movie. Yeah, you right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm talking about like uh no you know what shit yeah they kind of already did it. I mean, Dawn of the Dead has it for the majority of the film. That's true, huh? Yo, that was okay. Up. Fine. Tell tell me your idea. Zombie Just pitch it to me. I fucking lost it already. <laughs> you oh said goodness. okay. Maybe I'll give it back to you. You said it has to be within a mall, but only in a mall. Uh. Yeah, I fucking lost it. And it's we were talking gone. about hot topics. It's gone. If not, okay. Anyways, does anyone have any final notes? <laughs> Don't eat the pizza. Yeah, fuck. Oh, man. Yeah, if, yeah go check out Yo, that fucking hour Didn't Chuck video. E. Cheese close? Like, aren't they all closed? They're now? still around. They're still running? Yeah. Somehow. Okay. I I thought mean, I'm pretty was... sure they're just money laundering spots at this yeah. point. Yeah. I thought this was like a like a, a family fun center situation, like the Rocky and Bullwinkle shit that just like closed. Oh, you know what? I do have an, an extra fucking note. If you want something as ridiculous as this. Check out the Banana Splits movie. Um, what's it about? Okay, so basically a bunch of uh, people in Hollywood were deciding what to do with some of the original characters from the Banana Splits band that was made by Hanna-Barbera. Oh, yeah. You know, like the little, like the monkey and the elephant and yeah, all that? Yeah, yeah. And so some new people in Hollywood were like, fuck it, let's just make a horror movie out of them. And they use... These Saturday morning cartoons as the prota- or as the antagonist in this fucking horror movie, and they kill all types of people in that shit. It's hilarious. I love it. It reminds me of this because the animatronics with the giant suit, but it's also funny to see a Hanna Barbera creature attack people with chainsaws or like <laughs> an axe. I don't know. It's funny. Imagine Johnny Bravo fucking stabbing the shit out of somebody. Oh. <laughs> Come, on, the fuck? Come on, baby, do the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm going to end it there. I'm going to end right. it there. I want to get my coat. Yeah, oh yeah. We got to walk out real quick. You got your keys? Yeah, I got the keys. All right. We are bringing down the Grindhouse, a podcast where you just more media. <laughs> I butchered that. <laughs> uh, thank you for checking out the episode. If you'd like to support us, check out our Patreon, where for $2 a month, you can subscribe and give us a horror movie or piece of media that we can review and we'll take it into consideration. Shout out to this month's Patreons. Patrons? Patrons. <laughs> We love you. Patron. <laughs> Patron. <laughs> yes. Excuse you. I like that better. Yes. Blood yeah. Uh If you haven't, check us out on our social media pages. We have the Instagram, Twitters, and Facebooks. Uh, we're going to get around to posting more episodes. We've been a little slow uh, recently, but yeah, we are picking up. Cool things oh, in man. development, not for the podcast, just in our personal <laughs> It's lives. entirely my fault because I'm. He's a, making a short film. I'm making y'all. a short film. Consider this the first advertisement for Yeah, I like haven't even had a chance to tell anybody on the podcast about it or anyone who's listening. So yeah, shit. Making a short film. You'll see it in the oh, shit. Is that famous director Johnson Satella? <laughs> you talking about writer, director, producer literally Johnson <laughs> Got fucking one more day of shooting and then we're gonna start putting it up places. So I'll link it out once it's uh once it's ready and submitted to festivals and shit you guys can watch it. Oh yeah. It's going to be awesome. Also, check out our merch. It's on a leak tree in our Instagram bio. Buy it. Buy it. Good. Buy it. All right, I'm done. I'm tired. Let's wow. go. Next one. All right. <laughs> I'm Mer. I'm Justine. And I'm Jonathan. Thank you. Woo!